Hey everybody and welcome into the 50th episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and uh, for this little brief introduction I wanted to let you know that uh, the episode you're about to hear we recorded a few weeks back and uh, we talked all this shit about how we're going to talk about the Umbrella Academy, Season 2, Episode 7, Oga for Oga, and guess what? We fucking lied. Nah, but on a real note, me and Tavares have been unable to get together every time we try to record remotely we have a little bit of technical difficulties we're trying to get things straightened out uh in the meantime enjoy this episode where we talk about batman begins and we uh we talk about some superheroes because that's some fun shit uh join us on tuesdays for the mandalorian rewatch podcast and uh enjoy thank you wow yeah yeah nice beatbox in there Welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It is I, Colton Robertson, joined by none other than the magnificent Tavares Pennington. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Doing doing good. I'm doing quite swell. Last couple times I've recorded have been without you. Yeah, this must have been crazy. Yeah, I've been doing that Mandalorian rewatch podcast on Uh, Tuesdays. So if you've watched The Mandalorian, you should you should listen to that with us. Uh, It's going really, really well. Really? I'm really enjoying the format there. We do a scene-by-scene episode breakdowns of episode by episode every week mm-hmm. so it's a uh, it's a lot go. of fun there it's a lot go. of fun uh but today's show we continue the batman binge the batman dun 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 i don't know man yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're watching batman begins batman begins <laughs> I love it. I love this movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, no, this is a what just an icon, like the iconic Batman movie for our lifetimes, especially just considering when this came, two thousand five, right? Yeah, I was five. I was four, and I I don't know that I watched it I when I was I, five. I, I don't I doubt I did. I doubt. I, 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 I bet I, I left it for a few years and then yeah, watched it, but yeah. I I don't remember exactly the first time I watched it because I watched it. A bunch of times oh yeah yeah no i, I, I don't either i have like i have the trilogy i think i still have all three dvds in my car still um we're gonna need the we'll need the third yeah, yeah we'll need the third um but yeah no those movies are just always constant rotation constant rotation May, especially the dark knight and we'll Ooh, get there yeah, but the dark knight's just the pinnacle batman begins today again, again. Batman begins. <laughs> um and then we're gonna do dc versus marvel we're gonna we got a we got five superheroes from DC. We got five superheroes from Marvel, and we uh, we matched them up with their counterpart. We felt suited, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna discuss who wins what battle. Yep, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, and then obviously at the end, we'll be doing the Umbrella Academy season two, episode seven. Booking it, booking it, booking it. You know, week by week, ten ten weeks of uh, ten the weeks. Umbrella Academy content. Ten weeks. So that's that's commitment right there. Feels like the Umbrella Academy has been a pretty consistent part of my life. I, I appreciate it though, yeah. like, and I, I like yeah. I like having it there week to week. I, I, I really, what have you been up to this last since the last time we saw each other about two weeks ago? I just, yeah, I don't know. Just school, school, school is a weird thing, and it's becoming weirder and weirder each year that you go back because it's like for me, like it's still just as difficult, I guess, as it was. But like, it's also while I'm in it this time, it's like everything is in slow motion. I like, get what you're saying. I just see things happening, and I'm just like. I know what's going to happen there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like, I'm just going to keep going about my day. <laughs> like, I know what I need to do. I saw a tweet today that said, uh, the homework is not done. 
but I'm done with it. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is it. Like uh, Tuesday, for instance, I was just like one of those days I woke up. I'm like, well, I know this class gives you at least two unexcused absences. I uh, can't guarantee I won't use three or four, but today sounds like the day to use number one. <laughs> <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you do with the rest of your day? Um, uh, I actually had to host a meeting later that day, uh, oh, our shit. first BSA meeting. Um, and so I was just like, I woke up and that was really the only thing I was stressed about. And that's basically how I judge with what, like what I do with my days now in college is what, like, what's that thing that so stresses me out that I can't not do it. Yeah. Like, uh, what's going to dominate my thoughts if I don't finish this. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I kn- it's going to get to that point before it needs to get done. And I know that I just got to, you know, wait for it to come. <laughs> I, I know one of these days I'm going to be like, shit, I really need to do that. And yeah. Do it. Yeah. yeah and then I'll do it. And that's how it goes. I've uh I've been watching uh, The Sopranos, just going really good. Finished yep. season one. Um, I've been reading a lot of comic books. I've got uh, some Silver Surfer. I watched uh, Fantastic Four last night. Oh shit! The one from two thousand five. Yeah. I think that movie gets a bad rap. It, I really no, appreciate that movie, it. I loved it when I first saw it too. Oh, dude, when I was young, I loved that movie, that, especially the second one, The Rise movie, of the Silver Surfer. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. That movie and the Batman Begins. I both like feel and the Spider Man trilogy with Tobey oh, Maguire. Yeah, yeah, those are classics. Um. But those are just two distinct superhero movies that I like of the first that I've ever seen that I truly was like, yo. Both 2005? Yeah, both 2005. Look at that. I, I, but I, I couldn't have seen them in 2005, but I feel I like. Know I know I saw Fantastic Four in 2005. You did? I saw it in theaters. Okay, okay. And I, cause I, and I didn't remember I, I saw it in theaters until I was watching it last night. Mm. And I was like, I distinctly remember seeing this in a theater, which yeah. is absolutely absurd because. Yeah. That was 15 years ago. It's wild. I'm I'm old enough now. It's wild. To where I can go, I saw that in theaters 15 years ago. That's just crazy. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I think it gets a bad rap. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a pretty solid, it's a pretty solid movie. As, as I've said on here before, I'm entertained yeah. by it pretty mm-hmm. much anything. You put it on screen, I'm, I'm going to like it probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did, just a highly entertaining movie. Yeah. And I mean, you can't bet against uh, like Dr. Doom. No. What a kick-ass character. Dr. Doom was a really kick-ass character. The, just the, the nature of that film in terms of like how, like it felt like they were still like comic book characters that like y- you, you, uh, sympathize with them on a human level though and i felt like that was a new thing for me as a kid absolutely i agree i remember uh i remember the first time i or not the first time i watched it but i I remember watching it and being and just being blown away by how humanizing the thing was yeah the thing especially dude like i i felt so bad for him the entire Uh movie they did such a good job with his character and this movie was so good as an origin story, like showing yeah. like showing like the beginning of the, how they became the Fantastic Four, like what happened to them, and then mm-hmm. how each of them discovers their powers is highly entertaining. Yeah, it's on a uh, Disney Plus now, so I suggest if oh, if you have it, you should you should revisit it. I, I think it's worth a revisit. Shall okay. we roll the tape and get this episode rolling? I believe we shall. Hit it. Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. 
So the Batman binge continues with Batman Begins. Batman Begins. What a good fucking movie. Yeah, this is just like, uh, I feel like it, it kicks off sort of and was it? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It couldn't have been. But it, it kicks off the Batman trilogy of our generation. Oh, absolutely. And it's not the only one that I feel like people our age, like, or not the first one that people our age saw probably, but it's the one that is, that defines our gender. Like, it's the one that's tied to, like, sort of. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because, I mean, obviously we've also gotten Ben Affleck since we've been alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I personally really enjoy Ben Affleck's Bat- uh-huh. Ben Affleck's Batman, but you can't bet against Christian Bale and Christopher Nolan because they they didn't show me just what a good Batman was. They showed me what a good movie was, like straight yes. up, like, like they the entire everything is made so fucking yeah. well. And I mean, Christopher Nolan is just undefeated. Mm-hmm. The man doesn't make bad movies. Yeah, and he, he well, what I'm noticing too is he doesn't make bad movies because he always invests in the universe itself. Yeah, and have you seen that? Uh, like obviously, right now he's got that movie Tenet out and uh, mm-hmm. with uh, John David Washington. Yeah, and uh, th- I saw something that was like uh, Christopher Nolan decided to blow up an actual Boeing seven forty seven because it was it it was more effective and more efficient than CGIing an explosion from a Boeing seven forty seven. And like like in the Dark Knight later, they actually blow up that hospital. Like he's willing to do these things that are just like he, he's willing to make it more real. Mm-hmm. More real to yep. make it better for us. Exactly, and that's what brings these stories. I think ultimately to like to home for for so many viewers is the the fact that they feel so real. Like there are so many images that you're just like, that would be fucking terrifying, or that would motivate me to be like, yo, I need to go fix this city, or that would be something that causes me to like, just uh, I don't know, just. I don't, like, I'm thinking of Interstellar too. Like that movie is like it starts with just like these old people talking about like this, what the earth used to be like, right? Like it's always about the world itself before anything else in a Chris, in a Christopher Nolan movie. It's, it's so great. And, and another thing I love about this movie in particular is all the little moments. Like I, I mentioned this while we were watching it, but there are so many little, just one liners that are funny, but like, Mm -hmm. It's not by no means a comedy movie, but like there are several moments in this that make yeah. me laugh uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I, I really appreciate And it's always just one line. Like when he pulls up to the valet and he's like, I like your car. And he's like, you should see my other one. You should see my other one. Yeah. That's a, that's a great line. And uh, uh-huh. when uh, uh, Jim Gordon is in the Batmobile and he, <laughs> the weapon system activates and he's like, Oh, oh shit. And he, <laughs> he goes down and uh-huh. ducks down like you do in the Batmobile. And yeah. <laughs> right. I, like stuff like that. It's just so, and then there, there's moments like that that make it grittier. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Like with that, uh, th- there was one particular punch in this movie yeah. that I was just, like, when I saw it, I was like, holy the, fucking uh-huh. shit. They knocked uh-huh. the crap. And it was just, just a quick cut. Like they just needed to punch someone in the face. Uh-huh. It didn't matter at yeah, all. It, it was, was just, just, it was showing them taking over the, the Arkham Asylum or whatever. Exactly. And, like, and, and let's take out this dude real quick absolutely fucking clobber him in the fucking face like that's all you got to do and i'd never seen such an effective movie yeah and and really all that is is, all that is is very intentional fight choreography like exactly that was them being like no when they when when you react to this punch don't just react to it and get slumped like violently twist yourself as if you had just been punched by the force of a thousand men and you were trying to fight back as one man army and you just got demolished that's what happened and what and that's 
one thing I love about great movies and mm-hmm. great TV is uh, the intention. Yeah. Whenever a creator has a vision right. for every little thing. Because what does that communicate? Like that, like the idea of just seeing that man get violently smacked by that punch. Like it's a it's a scene of hopelessness. Like you don't look at that and think, oh, if I were to fight that dude, I could beat him. I could I could take that. But no, he, be like, he was out one punch. It was over. You're like, he didn't stand a chance. I don't stand a chance. <laughs> Who stands a chance? Like, and, that's, that's, and that's a big part of this movie is yeah. the fear aspect the that, fear, that he yeah. wants to portray exactly. through every little aspect of the film. As I mean, fear is by far the largest theme through this entire movie. Oh, yeah. Fear just kind of permeates the uh, motives of both the protagonist and antagonist of the film. Like it's it's this idea of either cultivating fear as a means to achieve your goals or overcoming um, fear, overcoming fear as a, as a, a means of a. Uh, Achieving your goals. Exactly. It's the, the two separate approaches to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole ethic behind um, climbing out of the, the um, I don't know, which bat cave-ish. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was a kid, when he fell into the hole or whatever with the bats, like that was, it was like about overcoming your fear to get the fuck out, like to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like taking that and then just like abstracting it to these big metaphors about like what what the fear represents in the city itself and like how people either just like succumb to it and do the best that they can with the use of fear, which is kind of what characterizes the typical Gotham criminal. Or are you like this, uh, figure of justice? Um, yeah. In the, cause that's the symbol of good. Like yeah. even not just, not just Batman in this movie is supposed to be a yeah. symbol of good. Right. Like exactly. you, you, you have Rachel Dawes who's Rachel supposed Dawes. to be like a, yeah. like she's not, she's not giving mm-hmm. in to Falcone and his, and, and his fucking the, guys. You these know? are the major amongst the player or amongst the characters of the entire movie. Like they're all players in one of these games. They're either the criminals. They're either the, uh, the vigilante or they're either this, uh, apparatus of justice called the state. And it's like, <laughs> Apper- I like how you said, not the good guys, the apparatus of justice called the state because you're extremely fucking right. Yeah. I don't, I don't even like Rachel. <laughs> yeah. No, right. Like you're just kind of like, I mean, she's a DA, like <laughs> you're a cop. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I get what you're doing. I get what the purpose is. Here. Yeah, I do. Um, I do. I can separate that from in, in a movie. Right. You know? But like, other than, uh, I guess Alfred and then the people at, at Wayne Enterprises, like that's what composes a lot of what happens in any of the Batman movies. Is oh, absolutely. It's, it's always very sides. focused. Yeah. It's always very focused in terms of, and like, uh, in this movie, I liked that Rachel Ghoul, uh, w- was the one hiring mm-hmm. Scarecrow. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, because it's like, well, how the fuck did this even come about? But yeah. like, doesn't matter. It's just like, this is like one of Bruce Wayne's fears actualizing, yeah. you know? Well, it's, it's, not only actualizing, but his battle for it is becoming a, a, a very real thing. Like it's taking this uh, metaphorical form of, of fighting uh, to overcome your fears and to a make literal it to a sense. very literal fighting to overcome your fears. <laughs> yeah, fi- <laughs> literally fighting fear gas. Yes, <laughs> literally. literally fighting a weaponized hallucinogen. Yeah, that will uh, that will make you see the scary, you, scary you shit. Fear the most. Yeah. Um, and it, it, when you put it like that, it seems simple, but like it's very artful for uh, the way that he, he keeps it to be this human, natural sort of story. One hundred percent, because 
I've thought this about uh, the character of Scarecrow for a very long time. He's very much so a one-trick pony, and it is very hard to make him compelling because yeah. all he has is the fear gas. I mean, yeah. it's the same in Arkham Knight. It's the same in anything Scarecrow's in. It's always him trying to figure out a way to let his fear fear gas loose on everything. Yeah. So to be able to put him in a movie as the driving antagonist for most of the film, obviously Rachel Ghoul is like an overbearing yeah. thing that you don't really see until the last few minutes, but... Mm-hmm. uh. uh Scarecrow, this was a very compelling version of this character. Yeah. And you never really got a sense of his motives. It was just kind of a... That's why I kind of... I was happy when he got kind of like... He just kind of got ended at the end when he um, when he got caught by the cops. You know? Oh, yeah. Because cause that's the thing, too, is like he... He is that one trick pony who just has fear gas. Yeah. And if he doesn't he, have if he doesn't have his mask and he doesn't have fear gas, he's fucked. Like and it doesn't just, take the viewer long to realize that you're like, wait, he's actually weak as fuck. Like Batman will whoop this man if he didn't have fear gas. Exactly. It's just it. But they somehow managed this. Christopher Nolan somehow yeah. managed to make him a very compelling villain for oh, yeah. most of the movie, and he, he made him like Batman's hurt or hurdle, like first hurdle. Exactly, and. uh you you mentioned this during the movie. How how long do you think this this movie spans in terms like of how it, long has he been Batman for the I'm span? I'm thinking of this movie? it has to be like over the course of the the first year of Batman. I think that might be a bit long. Really? Yeah, I'm going max a few months. Really? Yeah. But he has such a reputation. That's what because like I, I was just thinking of like how like it's when anyone see everyone knows who the Batman is. He's not just a myth. He's someone that they know is out there. But yeah, if someone's doing that every night for a few months, but uh, do superheroes go out every night? That's always been something I've wondered. Well, I mean, I got to imagine Batman does. Like Alfred even points it out to Bruce Wayne when he's waking up from the first tear gas thing mm-hmm. he, or the only tear gas dose he got from a crane Mm -hmm. uh he's like well if you need if you're going to keep getting injuries like this you need to figure out a different hobby that would justify it because people will go all right what's chris what i mean what's christian bill what's uh, bruce wayne doing with all his time and money he doesn't have a social life he doesn't do anything so and he's always hurt so what the fuck's going on yeah that's true I, i imagine batman goes out every night he doesn't seem like a dude who takes a night off that's fucking gnarly yeah, it could have been a couple months. I'm not sure though. Um, I mean, either way, not incredibly important. It's just like, yeah, it's just like he he developed a reputation. Uh-huh. He and definitely did. I mean, by the end of the movie, an entire police department and SWAT division mm-hmm. are coming down to try and apprehend him, and it doesn't work. Yeah, it does just doesn't work. <laughs> like, and like not even close. Like yeah. you weren't even worried about. No, it. he was just he he never seemed to worry, and that's kind of the beauty of Batman. He's just always in control in control in control and that's another big thing is like this uh they have a lot of uh scenes of dialogue that really um demonstrate well like and and particularly from alfred like what exactly bruce wayne is doing as batman because he's like you're trying to and again there was another batman story i was i mean because i don't think it was the dark knight or this batman trilogy but um just the idea that Batman is an attempt to control death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what were we? Was that something we were watching? No, it's uh, yeah, that was in Batman and Robin. Was it? Yeah, okay. I think Alfred says it to George Clooney. Oh yeah, okay. he's like, you yeah. can't control death, man. Yeah, yeah. 
that but that's what like that theme comes back up from alfred in this movie where Mm -hmm. he's just like you're trying so hard to do these things but like is it look at what you've become like is it has it been worth is it it worth it yeah yeah I, I recently saved a meme on my phone that's like it's Wario looking down and he's all sad and stuff and it says I've won but at what cost? But at what cost? And that's kind of a that's kind of Batman at all times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Thanos no. at the end of a <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> what did it cost? Uh-huh. Everything. Everything. <laughs> it does. It does though, and that's continually what the message is. Like even if you want to do some analysis that tells me like, Oh, there's some, there's some virtue to dressing up every night and going and, and saving your, or like saving people's lives and stuff. Like what that causes though, is this perverted, perverted sense of control wherein you feel like you're like you play, you're like you're playing God a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you are God, like you are just the ultimate. He even says it to that guy when he, when he lifts him up and he's interrogating him, mm-hmm. he's like, I swear to God. And he's like, swear to me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, I don't give a shit what yeah. you got to say to God. <laughs> I am God. Okay? I am God. I am God. I'm pretty sure he That's actually says that in a ba- in one of the movies. I'm pretty sure he says, I am God. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. Damn. And I mean, I, 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 it's in it's sense. in an interrogation that setting like that. It's yeah. not like a it's not like he's just talking to someone who's like, "Well, I am God." It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it makes sense though because for the character, like that's what the attempt is to be. And so looking at that from a uh just like kind of abstract viewpoint it is kind of it's kind of fucked up oh and i've always had this thought about batman like it's i don't i don't think he's exactly justified by any means i don't think what he's doing is necessary like not strictly a good thing Mm -hmm. like it's it is harmful yeah to more than just him Mm -hmm. uh but there is the there is the good side of it, but this is basically just the the argument about policing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but then it's the also the argument about like to what extent of like can a city be so corrupt that things have to happen outside of the vi- law vigilantism, um, such as like this almost militaristic police presence. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> I've actually been increasingly thinking about how close we may actually be to a Batman type figure in real life. <laughs> Someone trying to take justice into their own hands during, a, during wondered, a police state. I've always wondered too, like, it, will that happen at some point? I, I, I almost certainly, right? Almost certainly. Almost certainly. Like, I feel like it's, it, there has to be someone out there who's going to be like, I can fucking do this. I, and yeah, I, I really think that, because, I don't know. Whenever, well, like, if you got a guy like Bruce Wayne, see, and who has a, like a lot of money, there, there is nothing stopping him from doing that as yeah. long as he has the physical capability. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But Bruce Wayne has to have a lot of money, like a lot, all the money, <laughs> like all the money, like all of it, like every single cent. Uh, that's another good thing. The other thing that I thought about too, which was interesting, is like when I made that point when we were watching it about how like. He was like, oh, you can take the rolls. Just bring it back with a full tank. And I'm just like, they're just kind of like. None of this is They're like brothers who are both uh, heirs to an empire. And they're just kind of like, yeah, none of this money is ours, but we play with it as we like. Um, (laughs) Which is kind of true. Like, like, it's a real real life thing. It happens a lot. Or not a lot, but. 
from that from that perspective, uh, looking at like what Bruce Wayne has done with his money, um, and like there's also this question I feel like President Batman begins where they're like, oh, Bruce Wayne can be a, a figure of change. There's no need to be Batman, and like Rachel Dawes kind of implies that, and Alfred implies that, um, but ultimately what he's doing is avoiding being the beneficiary of a wealth that isn't truly his. It's yeah. a wealth that he knew that like was at first created by the city, by the people of the city, um, facilitated through his dad and then handed down to him. Yeah. And not even through his dad. Probably. I think they have a long lineage of rich Wayne. Yeah. I, I think so too. Yeah. And so just it facilitated through his genealogy. Um, but he's just coming to claim of it. And now he just does the very best things possible. Well, and see the thing that he, another good thing about the character for me is that he, he, he's always talking about how he wants to be a symbol of hope. And I think what Bruce Wayne's idea of Gotham is that the city is so far gone that in order for it to re like rise again, yeah. like a Phoenix from the ashes, it's got to, it's got to get its own hope. I can't be Bruce Wayne and just be like, I'll pay to make this shit better. We got to get the fucking morality in this bitch up. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's exactly it. Yeah. Which is, yeah. And weirdly enough, that's kind of where this trilogy ends up at. Exactly. And like, that's, I think that's pretty much the point of Batman. He, he's, he even says it in this, Mm -hmm. in this movie. He's for change. He's not the change itself. Exactly. He's, he's the symbol of hope, not, not hope itself, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah, because he's very much so not a hopeful character. Oh, God, no. He's very... Uh, depressing. Depressing, um, pragmatic, realistic. He just doesn't play the bullshit. Not at all. <laughs> like, not one bit at he's all. Like, <laughs> he's like if Huey Freeman was white. <laughs> <laughs> and rich. And rich, yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um. Yeah, but I think ultimately in terms of this movie on the scale of uh, the other Batman movies, like it's definitely far and ahead of anything done before it. Oh, and see, that's the thing about this trilogy is these are the three best Batman movies that have been made. And like, in all respect to the Michael Keaton Batman movies and uh, because those are good. Don't get me wrong, like mm-hmm. especially especially the first one with Jack Nicholas as Joker, mm-hmm. like that's a phenomenal movie, but it's just not a Christopher Nolan movie, yeah. and I and you can't expect it to be like yeah. it's it, it's just different. It's just different. And yeah. Christian Bale is one of the most talented actors mm-hmm. ever. It's just it just adds up. It just makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that these would be the three best Batman movies. Yeah, they would. They're the most uh, tightly conceptually uh, thought out. No doubt, no doubt, and uh, and frankly, we've we've always talked about how a superhero movie is only only as good as its villain. Yeah, and uh, I'd say this is by far the weakest villain. Oh yeah, and it's Scarecrow still a phenomenal ass. movie. Yeah, Scarecrow is fucking ass. Rachel Ghoul is uninteresting, kind of. I didn't really care. Well, about it's because Rachel you're Ghoul. so it's you're so removed from Rachel Ghoul yeah. by the time he pops back up. Exactly, and you don't understand. Like at least I didn't when I first watched it. And I still don't completely understand. Was he Rachel Ghoul the whole time, yeah. or was Rachel Ghoul passed on to him because Rachel Ghoul died? Right, right. That's a that's a, another good question. Um, but 
it, it, he just felt kind of like I did, you didn't understand the importance in his and and why the Batman origin story and Ra's al Ghul are tied together. Like you, it just kind of felt like he was another instrumental villain for Batman's ascension. Well, yeah, and and I and we talked about this while we were watching it. I was I was just like, well, they kind of just gave you the Batman origin just in yeah. a, like a quick. Yeah. rapid fire they were like you know bruce wayne becomes batman we'll give you the exactly. summation of that exactly and so that that's the thing where i think that they're getting into too with um especially with this like i don't i don't know if they're getting into it per se but um one thing that that these movies it seems like they're starting to explore more is not assuming what the the origin story of these characters are and going back and detailing them in a way to make the characters unique to the screen instead mm-hmm. of just sort of these overlays of comic books. Um, because Joker was a great example of this and how they, like, oh, that was quite literally like an, uh, an attempt to, to do a character study that rewrites his origin story. Um, but even in the um, Marvel characters that come after Batman, I feel like they are also more fo- like the, whoever uh, wrote those characters, they're more focused not on just like, these atypical origin stories but making sure that you understand each one of them in depth which could yeah. be why they did so many independent movies as a build-up for what would eventually be avengers, avengers Endgame, yeah which is crazy to think about like and it's still like it was crazy then it's crazy now how many movies was it before avengers in game 22 22 or 21 something 21. like that each of them, each of them contributes absurd. in their own way to this event seamless seamless how do you do how do you do a comic better like how do you do a comic world better you don't you don't you don't and uh but christopher nolan's batman trilogy i'd argue is probably better than any of those critically yeah oh yeah for sure critically for sure critically yeah i mean i probably get more enjoyment watching a movie like Mm -hmm. infinity war but but. that's what i think the difference between what a universe and a trilogy can offer because it's like Christopher Nolan when when Batman Dark Knight Rises into everyone's like, where's the next one? And they're and, like, and nah. he's just like, that was that it. was my story. That I wanted to tell I it. wanted to tell a Batman trilogy, and I had mm-hmm. a, I, I'm assuming he had a plan because right. the shit was too good not to have been planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he had to have some sort of a loose sketch of what he was going to do. He's he's not that dumb. Um, but Batman how he turns out in Christopher Nolan is obviously a, a more well constructed than, than probably any of those individual Marvel movies. But yeah, for sure. I, I think that, um, they did what they, 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 they was just, they set the tone for the, for our generation for superhero, for superhero movies, movies forever. Yeah. So fucking good. Very, very what, good. what would you say is your favorite scene in this movie? Honestly, that's the first scene where they played the, uh, the Batman Theme. Yeah, where the bats come in, and yeah, the bats when, come when in. the SWAT and the entire that's the most memorable rating. scene from that oh, movie. Dude, it's amazing. Me. I always remembered him dropping that, mm-hmm. uh, the thing that signals the bats, and then just like jumping down and being yeah. like, "That's so fucking cool." God, he's such <laughs> a pimp. That's also my favorite part of yeah. the movie. Um, if I had to choose a different part, though, just for the spirit of discussion, I'd go with when Batman fear gases Crane. That's yeah, that was, cool. and you get a view of what Batman looks like to Crane, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh shit, that yeah. would be that fucking, would be fucking horrifying. terrifying." Yeah, that would be fucking terrifying. And that, I mean, they did such a good job of that in this movie, making yeah. sure you knew how scary the shit. He would was be. not not a nice fellow. 
Not a nice fellow. Not by any means. Rating? Out of 10? Yeah. That's tough. Uh, because I do think this is a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. But again, pr- for me, probably the weakest of the trilogy. Yeah. 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. I was thinking 8. I was thinking 8 too, yeah. but I was like, it's also so good that it could be a 9, so I'm going to go ahead and just split the difference. I, my, my justification for keeping it at 8 was just kind of budget. I was like... They were clearly working with a, a more constrained budget than any of the other ones. And so just like the expansiveness of the movie kind of takes away from it in a, in a bit. Cause like I get you. They build up the universe really well, but it's through very isolated instances of initiating how fearful the city is, how gritty it is and, and shit like that. Yeah. Like, like every view we get of the Narrows is just like uh, just a little bit of it. it right. You don't get to see like an overhead view of it or anything. Yeah. It's just a you're in a very small street yeah. and it looks dirty and you're but then it's like Dark Knight, the Dark Knight, you felt like you were in, in Gotham, Gotham City. Like yeah, you, like you were, were just in it now. Yeah. Like you just were part of the grittiness and it was just a normal everyday life for you. And that's what made that shit epic. We'll get to that next week. Next <laughs> week, the Dark Knight. Uh, but yeah, Batman Begins place that at a 8.25 to split the difference between 8. me and 8.25 out of 10. And uh, shall we move on to DC versus Marvel? I believe we shall. Let's do it. DC versus Marvel. Now this is a this is a storied battle. It's been going on storied, for quite some time. Storied, ages old, ages, ages old. old. Uh, but we decided we're going to match up some superheroes. You know, we got five DC, we got five Marvel. Uh, give us, give me the rundown of DC superheroes we selected. So on the DC side, we have at number one Batman. Of course, you know we're talking about Batman. We got to talk, talk about, about Batman. Batman. Yeah. Number two, you got Superman. Superman, he's just with the territory. You know, it's like Batman, you got Superman. You got you Superman, know? yeah. Coming in at at number three, uh, and that's not a, um, well, I guess it is. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. She, she's kind of hot. Um, she is indeed. But uh, she she kind of comes with the package too. Have you seen Batman versus Superman? Oh, the yeah. recent one with Ben yeah. Affleck. Yeah, uh, she's a very big part in that movie. Gal, Gal Gadot. Is, oh, I fucking uh, love her fucking, as Wonder Woman. I can't yeah. wait for Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, That's yeah. gonna be such it's a good gonna, movie. Yeah, that is. Coming in at number four, we got the Speedy Flash. Flash, uh, kind of an exciting character. Yeah, no, he's a, he's, a, he's he, pretty. Fast. He's always been probably like him and Batman compete for my favorite DC characters. Just yeah, Flash that dude. And then finally, last but not least, we have the Green Arrow. The Green Arrow, and uh, I heard some shit about them trying to rename the Arrowverse. Like, what do you mean? Like, chain take the Arrow out of the Arrowverse? I guess. Oh well, uh, I saw Stephen Amell, the guy who plays Green Arrow, uh, or played Green Arrow in the CW Arrowverse, saying that it should be called the Berlantiverse because the uh, producer of all those shows is Greg Berlanti, yeah. and. Uh, that would even stretch into like Doom Patrol territory and stuff because he's the producer of that too. So, uh, I mean, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I kind of like, I kind of like that name too, Berlantiverse. It's kind of dope. Berlantiverse is kind of dope. I was like, oh, that's, oh, wait, no, that sounds kind of tight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Green Arrow, that's, that's obviously where I've got my biggest connection to, uh, b- b- both Flash and Green Arrow. Yeah. I mean, Flash, I, I, I liked Flash a lot when I was little because of Justice League, the animated mm-hmm. cartoon, dude. Oh, yeah. That version of Flash was fire. It was. Loved it. Uh, also, that version of Batman uh-huh. and Superman and Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter. Justice League cartoons. Oh, so, kind of so good. Fucking so great. good. 
And uh, on the Marvel side, at number one, we've got Iron Man. Iron Man. So yeah. this puts uh, Batman versus Iron Man as our first uh, as our first yeah. slot here. Yeah. Uh, at number two, we've got Captain Marvel. We got Superman versus Captain Marvel here. That's a that's one that I don't know if I've, I don't I don't know if that's been contemplated. I don't before. think it has. I think this is going to be interesting. At number three, we've got Scarlet Witch. This one's going to be fun because I know we stand opposing on this. We shall see. We shall see. At number four, we've got Thor. Four of us. Thor of us. Uh, <laughs> what song is that? Four of us by yeah. Lozy. Is it called Four of Us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is that? Uh, Four of us. Uh, and he'll be facing off with Flash. Flash Thor versus, versus Thor. Flash. That's a fun yeah. one, too. They've I, got different abilities for sure. For sure, for sure. And then at number five, we've got Hawkeye, which is basically the exact same character as Green Arrow, just, uh, you know, a lot more uh, government. Much more shield. Yeah, much more government. Yeah. Much more government. Yeah. So you know where my loyalties lie there. We got <laughs> <laughs> So coming in at the first matchup, Batman versus Iron Man. Who wins? Batman. Batman. Batman has to win. Like I mean if Batman can beat Superman first. With proper preparation. With proper too. preparation, sure. Because I think I think if Batman and Iron Man just like run into each other and they're like, "Oh shit, we got to fight," I think Iron Man handles that pretty easily because well, he's got the blaster think, fire. And I don't shit. think Iron Man handles that though. I think Batman leaves because he knows he needs to prep. He knows he needs to prep. That's fair. He he like Iron Man has raw power and raw security. Like straight up, he's usually like just the most prepared hero because he's pretty much just in a suit of metal. And yeah, and it's got capabilities to do anything he yeah, wants. Yeah, people anything, usually anytime. aren't stronger than him. Um, he's not super fast, but he doesn't need to be. He has blaster fire, which keeps people away. He can fly, which also can keep people away. Um, he's just in general pretty, pretty. You know, he, he's he's kind of impenetrable, and that's that's the metaphor for Tony Stark as well. Like, absolutely, he's just kind of got like this impenetrable persona. Um, <clears throat> but Batman, on the other hand. That man thinks. And they, like, are not the, that, they are the antithesis for each other yeah. for being very similar dudes. Right. You know, just being the billionaire who decided mm-hmm. to play hero. And I see Batman as more of like that analytical thinker who who's gonna who's gonna really investigate things and do his research and, and things like that. And not that Iron, Iron man, man won't comes in dick swinging. Yeah, he's much more of a mechanical thinker. Like he yeah. thinks about just like uh this uh, I have superior firepower. De- Peace de- through superior firepower. Detached form of of, uh, of of power. Like he's just like a, a, a yeah, I guess detached form of um just like personality in general. That's what he represents, right? He's like this dude who's just like, Yeah, I'm fucking the best. But Batman's like, I'm the best, but I don't even need to say it. <laughs> he's he's like, I'm the best and I know it, but like, God, my life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tony Stark's like God, I fucking love my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. life sucking? I'm fucking awesome. How could that happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I also take Batman, though. I think Batman yeah, has Batman. to win. I, I, I take Batman in a lot of battles simply yeah. because he had the strength to beat, consistently has beaten Superman in the comic books. Yeah. And, and that's it. That's and a, media, DC media. Yeah, that gives him some, that gives him some clout. Not many people can beat Superman. No, not at all. Superman is the co- closest equi- equivalent to um, 
God. an American version of one. Have you you know One Punch Man? Oh it's yeah, anime. The, the anime. <laughs> yeah, and like that anime is literally like a satire of other animes because they're just like. There, here's just this character that you know will never lose. Because he's one punch <laughs> like, man. In every fight he's in, how many punches does he throw? One. One. <laughs> one. That's all it takes. <laughs> like, there, there will be whole battle. Like, you should watch this anime. It's pretty short. Uh, but it's just like, like, there's like a whole part in the, in the, like, show where he's just playing video games. Like, there's like a whole half a season where he's just playing video games. And, uh, like, it's focused on all the other characters dealing with these crazy villains. He's just playing. And then finally games. he gets there. One punch. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking season. They've been fighting these same villains and then they're just like, he's finally here. He's done playing video games now. One punch. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking uh, funny. Yeah, but that's kind of, that's what Superman is like that. When it's, it's like when Superman gets there, everybody's just like, oh, God, okay, take well, a now breath of fresh air. Like, like we're all good. right, we're good. We're here. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Uh, and like, that that's a pretty good segue into our next matchup since we've uh, settled Batman beats Iron Man, uh, Superman versus Captain Marvel. Could get more interesting. I'm not exactly sure the scope of Captain Marvel's powers though. Well, you remember the shit she was doing in Endgame, mm-hmm. where she could like you know fly through space without a suit on, and she could literally like she fly like, and energy. destroy an entire mm-hmm. starship. It that like Thanos she had, like, was power riding. beams or something. Around. Yeah, she's got she's she's somehow connected to like some sort of nuclear force. Okay. Uh, and some sort of cosmic energy. Yeah. And uh, she's uh, she 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 can do just about what? Superman so she emanates can. that nuclear force. Yeah, she can. Uh, like uh, she she does some that uh, I I played. In, you remember that Marvel Ultimate Alliance game that I had? Yeah. Uh, she had something called a cosmic burst in that where she could just like release cosmic energy yeah. and it would like create an explosion around mm-hmm. her. So it was pretty cool. She can shoot those energy beams through her fist. Okay. She can, she can use them to make her fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, and she's pretty hard, to, pretty hard to stop. But if there's anyone who's up for the job, it's probably Superman. Probably Superman. So I'm thinking Superman, ice breath, laser beams, inhumanly fast. Probably faster than Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, Captain Marvel has not displayed the use of super speed. If she has. Okay. Okay. X-ray vision. Don't uh, know exactly how that'll benefit him in a one v one. Yeah. No. Captain I'm just. Marvel. I'm just saying though. Like his what his uh, skill set powers are. Um. Uh, strength. Uh, yeah. Obviously, strength. Um. I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 touched on them all. Yeah. The only things I'm really worried about is laser beam, cold breath. That, those can be a real difference maker, and yeah. I don't think Superman utilizes them enough, he to be frank. He doesn't. Uh, he really doesn't. He usually just comes in, kind of punches some shit, um, throws some shit around, flies around. Job's done. <laughs> yeah, like if he just like laser-eyed a dude's arm, like guy, yeah. guy's done. Yeah, no, he is. What? Uh, I guess let's take it. let's take it into perspectives to on the ground versus in in space in space i uh so like in the air like Damn. Flying well shit. i guess superman will have to win in in, in space because he's just faster yeah that really helps him yeah uh, i i think captain marvel has the ability to fly that yes. fast she just can't run that fast mm-hmm 
Uh, so I. Well, I think he's got the advantage Superman. in strength, though. But like, she's got the. But like, does that stop Superman? Because it, it seems like the only thing that's capable of stopping him is Kryptonite. Like it's. Yeah, basically. But can her energy? Does she have enough power and her energy to? Blow can you him pummel? Away? Can you even pummel Batman or Superman though? Wait, like while he's still being recharged by the sun, he regenerates. Is Captain yeah. Marvel doesn't? Does she regenerate? No, no she doesn't. No. Yeah, I, I guess I got to give the edge to Superman <clears throat> here too. I really wanted. I really wanted Captain Marvel to eke this one out because I yeah. think she's pretty much the most powerful person in the Marvel yeah, in universe the Marvel besides universe. Uh, the next person. But uh, yeah, Superman I guess, I guess is, you got to go Superman. He, it, it's that uh, yeah, that that being powered by the sun thing really it's, like Kryptonite is a necessity to beat him, and that's uh, that could be the reason why Batman. That is when, why Batman when, beats one percent one percentage wise, but he's, he's Superman's greatest foe. Yeah, because he he knows how to utilize against utilize it against him. Same with Lex Luthor. Like right. anytime someone is close to defeating Superman, it's because they have Kryptonite. There is no other option. Yeah, or their um, what was that character? The uh, fake Superman, Baz- not Bazooka, uh, uh, Bizarro, Bizarro. Yeah, Bizarro Superman. Bizarro was fucking ridiculous. I mean, it's basically Superman. Yeah. There's also Cyborg Superman. Cyborg Superman. Yeah. Yeah, lots of different Supermans. Lots of different Supermans. Uh, All right, yeah, so yeah, I guess DC, I gotta go Superman. DC two and zero. DC is up two zero. I mean, Batman and Superman. That's hard. I didn't to beat. Expect, I expected I, that. I, I kind I, I kind of anticipated them to be kind of hard to beat. Yeah, yeah. On any by anybody. Yeah, me too. Which is absurd to say about Batman. <laughs> Dude has no powers. Dude has. But like, I just have that much faith in Batman compared to everybody else. Oh yeah. That man was a. Uh, you remember when we were doing to protect one? Uh, Earth he, seven? he made things dangerous. Yeah. We'll have to do that segment again soon. Yeah, I love that one. That one's overdue. Uh, next we got Wonder Woman versus Scarlet Witch, and uh, this is the one that going into it, I know we we stand <clears throat> opposed on. Uh, I take Scarlet Witch. You take Wonder Woman. Lasso of Truth, though. Lasso of Truth, sure. Lasso of Truth. Sure. Do you remember Endgame? When yeah. Scarlet Witch yeah. picks Thanos up off the ground, makes him bitch out, and goes, you know what? Kill my whole army just to get me out of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's true. But so as I understand it, Scarlet Witch's main power is just telekinesis. Yes. Do and we she can think, also fuck with your mind. Can Wonder Woman... Is she strong enough to break a telekinetic spell? See, that's I, 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 don't, I don't know. One of her biggest foes in the DC universe, uh, not one of her biggest, but a foe she continuously faces off with is named uh, Dr. Psycho. Mm-hmm. And he also has telekinetic powers, but he's also not Scarlet Witch. Yeah. He's Scarlet Bitch. Scarlet Bitch, yeah. <laughs> uh so in terms of range, Scarlet Witch probably ekes her out. Like she she might have a little more range than the Lasso does. Yeah, but I mean, Wonder Woman's got that speed. She's got uh, uh, she can basically fly. She can run. Uh, I already said she can run really fast. She can jump very very high. Uh, but I don't know if it's enough to defeat Scarlet Witch's fucking sorcery. That's a, that's a fair point to make. But it's like, as long as she, like, Wonder Woman still has that speed and that lasso. 
those are the, those are the two things that because like that's her ranged attack and that's how she could possibly evade any uh, uh, telekinetic attack. I guess if if she was moving around quickly enough, where Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't really place her. Yeah, yeah, that's fair too. And so if she if she's able to disenable Scarlet Witch's arms with her lasso, then she can't cast any spells. Or it seems like she normally uses her arms when she... Yeah, she really does the whole swing them in the air and, like, form this energy Uh in front of me and then throw it at you sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she can do that, too. Yeah, shit. Like, remember, like, Um, what she does with Vision at the end of Infinity War where she's just straight up... I mean, Vision's the unkillable mm -hmm. machine and she kills him. Yeah. Yeah, she did do that. Um, Like, exploded him. She has had some moments... She is but, not to be fucked with, dude. You gotta, but you gotta think about too. It is Scarlet. If Scarlet Witch is stronger, or yeah, if Scarlet Witch is stronger than Wonder Woman, is she stronger than Superman? Because Wonder Woman and Superman seem to be pretty, pretty on the pretty same on level. like on par. I, I I do think Scarlet Witch has a better chance at fucking with Superman than Captain Marvel does. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's true. But <clears throat> see, and I'm really thinking about like the dynamics of what the telekinesis implies. Like, is it something that is like, is it just a, a, a telekinetic force or is it like a simulation of a solid object? Because if it is, then possibly they could break it with their super strength. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if it's something they could break. I don't think it is something like, that they would be able to just, like, tear in half, you know? Well, I'm saying just, like, either, like, say their arms are pinned, could they could they free themselves? Or say there's a blast of energy coming at them, could they just kind of punch it and it dissipates? Well, see, and that's the thing about a Wonder Woman compared to Superman, is that I don't, I think Superman could be able to get out of it because of what you said, the regeneration mm-hmm. from the sun is just yeah. impossible to stop the man. Yeah. But I think maybe Wonder Woman would be more uh, more susceptible to a... She definitely would. To yeah. an attack like that, yeah. This one, this one's hard though. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, I'm leaning towards Scarlet Witch because she has to do a lot less to win. Yeah, like it's it's just like she, I mean, she has a lot less to win with, but she has. But to like, do it's just a lot such less. an overpowering power, you know? <laughs> yeah. Tell anyone who would telekinesis is basically like once you master that shit, you could kind of beat the shit. Like, oh yeah, I mean it, this. Like, and it's not even like a Jedi sort of being able to move things with the Force. Mm-hmm. She, it, it doesn't take that level of concentration for her or anything. It's just like a fucking, I want that thing to move, so it's going to move right now. It's so just going to move right now. <laughs> I'm going to fucking move it. Yes. Yeah. Like, when she buries Vision in the in the Earth in Civil War, mm-hmm. remember she, like, forces that shit all the way down through the ground to, like, yeah. the core of the Earth, basically, and Vision falls in that pit? Yeah. It's yeah. like... Or wait, is it Vision that does that? That falls? Yeah, it is. I think so. If I remember correctly. I mean, she's just not to be... I, I, I'm i sticking with my original answer. I go Scarlet Witch. I, I, I can live with that. I can live with that. All right. It's 2-1 now. 2-1. We got Batman over Iron Man, Superman over Captain Marvel, and Scarlet Witch over Wonder Woman. Next up, Flash and Thor. Now... This is tough. It's a toughie. It's a toughie. 
this comes down to a pretty uh, similar argument to the last one in terms of a scope of power for the Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, off top, I think I go Thor. Man, I don't, I don't know. I, how, how does Flash fuck with a god? <laughs> Flash is a god. God of speed. He is. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. like literally like his lore. Part of his lore is that like Barry Allen is the God of speed. Because, because like he controls the speed force or he created the speed force. And that's a very important aspect because that is his godliness there here on earth um, in the world of, you know, his powers. Um, but Thor, Thor's godliness is very 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 far from earth yeah he's just kind of carrying a, uh, a hammer and can control lightning and it's just pretty strong yeah yeah sure but uh all that speed There's, force all that speed force stuff you just said is just really fancy talk to say that flash can run fast exactly <laughs> exactly though but thor can't hit him okay thor cannot hit him this uh, this also brings me back to uh shit. Would that have been Civil War two? Is that when they find Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver? No, that's Age of Ultron. Yeah. That they find uh, a yeah. uh, Quicksilver was was kind of fucking was, with the Avengers pretty hard. heavy. Yeah, he was. That would have been that would have been dope to see. But speed is just one of the things that's just like over oh, like ten for ten. Like you can't if you can run fast, you can dodge anything. Yeah. Anything. And to stop Barry Allen, that's why, too, I thought, I think it was like, it's always been um, Barry Allen's or the Flash's problem in general that he'll have to face other speedsters. Because it's like, especially in the comics, too, it's just like, he only, he almost exclusively faces other speedsters. And it's like, well, why? Because they're the only ones who can keep up. And like, while he may not have as, as much raw power as Thor... He does have the thing that can kill Thor, which is lightning. If there's anything that if you if you, like you strike Thor with from a distance and he will be damaged by it, it's probably lightning, right? I mean, I I don't I don't know because can he just absorb lightning? Well, that's the thing; it's not lightning from the sky. It's lightning it's, from the speed force. It's lightning from the speed force. So, like, it's, it's probably different. Yeah, it probably, it's probably is elementally different. Yeah. Okay. You're you're really swaying my opinion here. You're help. You're, you're making your case quite <laughs> swell. Um, I imagine uh, a Flash and Thor fight resulting in Flash doing the thing where he runs and he just punches Thor from a bunch of different angles. I was thinking the same. And then Thor would just jump into the air and slam the hammer on the ground. Okay. But, like, Flash is probably also quick enough to recognize that's what he's doing and run away before that he comes to the ground. That's what I was thinking, though. He'd do the same thing except not punch, but, throw like, lightning throws. Yeah, something. lightning throws, yeah. Because um, if, if you were, like, the Flash and you could throw lightning from here and then here and then here and then here. Um, I guess you all don't know what that was, but just, like, at four, yeah, at yeah, four different Yeah, you get the idea. Points. Here and then here and then here and then here. Yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> he's all around you because he's fucking fast. Yeah, because he's fast. Like... Say Thor hits hits his hammer on the ground at that point. There's time for Flash to see that and just yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Man, I think you're right. 
because yeah, and Thor's strong. He's mighty strong, but one of his mighty. main strengths is Thor the Mighty. The hammer and one hitting people with the hammer, throwing the hammer, summoning oh. lightning, and then the, I, I he could do that. Summoning lightning that that would be the uh, another thing that's the only thing that's sp- faster than the speed of sound, uh, which the Flash is speed of light, which is the speed of light, and so that's his main. That's his main draw but he has to know where the flash is to direct the lightning yeah and see but that's the thing too is that what if he just fucking rained lightning (laughs) the only objective here is stopping the flash Mm -hmm. no other worry there's no nothing to worry about collateral damage wise you just burn the. You just scorch earth here. <laughs> you, just, you just. He could do that. He could do that. It's it's it's. I guess that's a question of of ex- the extent of his power to do that though. Like how big of a radius could he create a lightning storm? Let's uh let's think uh, see, and that's because the pinpointing exactly where the flash is is very important. Because I'm thinking of uh Thor Ragnarok when he's got a uh his sister Hela right uh-huh. on right on top of him when they're on like the palace of Asgard and he summons like the largest lightning bolt he ever has without his hammer after his dad's like are you the god of hammers and he's yeah. like he's like no no so he summons like the biggest lightning bolt he ever has and then it just like didn't do shit to Hela like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that could be and also it seems like Barry Allen is able to absorb, like, I feel like I've heard of... He can absorb electricity, is what it seems like. He can absorb electricity, yeah. But, like, how much can he take? How much can he take? That's a good question. But he could also divert it or something, or, like... Throw it back at him? Throw it back at him. I don't know. Because if the speed force lightning, though, and the the lightning... That would would have to go both ways. That would have to go both ways. Unless the speed force lightning was more powerful than the normal lightning, which is a... That could be a that could be the case because like I I really it really wouldn't surprise me if uh, ah never mind lightning like like we said lightning travels faster than flash does it would just have to be pinpointing yeah where he is well I mean if we really want to get into the weeds we're already there bro we're in the <laughs> weeds we've been talking about this for longer than we did any other. <laughs> The the flash can reach the, the speed of light. He can. <laughs> he, can. He, he can. Like I, we've seen him. We've do seen it. him do it. But this is also like a question oh, of what flash shit. are we taking? Are we taking Barry no, Allen I, I, like I, from from the CW? Because like he'll run back in time. Eventually he yeah. breaks the. Well, I think we're just taking Barry Allen. I think Barry Allen has always been able to do that. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I just thought of something. What's that? Wind. Wind wind flash still one who can manipulate wind i forgot about the whole fucking spin his arm so yeah. fast that he like, that he could Texas. just run in a like he could just run in a circle around thor and see that's time. that when i was thinking about that that's when i think he would jump into the air and just slam his shit down okay yeah okay fair he would probably do that see and like well I, this is a good matchup yeah no that is it is a good matchup but can, I, I feel like lightning or wind might be able to hold on, hold on. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Wind is the only thing that can defeat lightning, and I know that because of Naruto. 
kick ass. All right, I believe you. So, you don't even need to explain. Okay. <laughs> I, I've heard about that show. I know it's on its shit. I believe yeah. you here. No. Flash wins. That's, that's <laughs> a big thing. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, though. I, you've convinced me. I think Flash wins this. And, like, I didn't. I This was one I did not see coming. Yeah. I thought Thor won this for sure. I, I, I wasn't sure either going into it. But it was. I think that was a they, – they would have a good – Really it'd be a really be entertaining battle. Yeah, that would be a visual spectacle. Oh, it'd be so brilliant. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with you here. I'm going to go Flash. And that gives DC the edge here. Yeah. Which, honestly, we probably could have predicted that. Marvel's I mean, I definitely could have. On the whole, DC's superheroes are more super. They're more super, and they're more fucking serious, and we know that they don't fucking play around. <laughs> <laughs> we know Superman will fuck you up. We know Batman We'll fuck you up. We'll we know fuck you Wonder up Man, Wonder Woman doesn't play any games. We know Flash is just really powerful, but he's yeah, actually a kind you know, of joke. Flash too. is kind of like the is like Spider Man. He's like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. But he's, like they, they essentially play the same like they do it. character. That's exactly it. Yeah. When, I mean, if you took like a teenage Flash instead yeah. of the one who grows up and is like a mm-hmm. like a, a, a CSI. Yeah, is that CSI. what he does? CSI. Yeah. But then I think it's like that's like why putting if Flash against Spider Man wouldn't make sense because Flash is so much more oh, powerful. Oh no, Flash, than Spider-Man. Would, Flash would beat the shit out of Spider Man. I could, yeah. we couldn't do that. Like what would what would Spider Man have? Like, I mean, but like, and that's the thing. That's what's I, I, I I'm sorry, my dog is outside this door just whining her fucking ass off, and it's very hard for me to ignore. So I had to mention it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but yeah, Flash would just beat the shit out of Spider Man, dude. Yeah, it's no doubt. No, no it's doubt. no doubt. Uh. But yeah, I also go Flash over Thor. Flash over Thor. Okay. Next, we got a uh, we got the we got the Arrow boys. We got Green Arrow versus Green Hawkeye. Versus Hawkeye. Green Arrow beats the Green shit Arrow Hawkeye, just absolutely smacks this. Fuck, what, but, fuck Hawkeye. But no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're gonna you're gonna think about Avengers Endgame Hawkeye. Okay, Avengers Endgame Hawkeye is a badass. Don't get me wrong. Going around the world just slaughtering people who aren't white. Uh, but, uh, I, I think Green Arrow is a, I was going to say a bit more unhinged, but that was about as unhinged as it gets. Yeah. But, uh, no, but and- Green Arrow is foundationally unhinged. Like that man was just made into a, a almost heartless. His origin story is the hardening of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like I was in the government and I, I, I was an agent of shield. Mm hmm. It was, it was, I, I survived on an island for five years. Yeah. And was put through hell. Yeah. And now I'm here. And now I'm here. And that just, um, get, that every time that's going to give me the edge. But Green Arrow has the Batman effect. And he Hawkeye does. does not. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> like, Green Arrow has the Batman in him, you know? Yeah. He, he's, he's the one where you're like, with what little he has, he always makes it happen. Like, even the, even Flash. Even Flash, even Green Arrow is whooping this man Flash. That's and that's what I loved about the DC, uh, yeah. the, the the CW Arrowverse is that like a uh, that was the Batman and Superman dichotomy was yeah. that Green Arrow could beat the Flash even though on paper Flash should probably be able to gre- beat the Green Arrow. Yeah, well, I think Flash will be able to beat the Green Arrow. Like, oh yeah, but once he's at fully that point, trained, and yeah, stuff. at that point in time he couldn't, which still says a lot though because at that point in time he's still very fucking powerful. Like, it's true. He's just he, 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 what? What can? What can't you do with speed? Like I, that's just that's always been the pull for me with Flash. Like if there's any superpower, super speed, super speed, super kick speed. Ass. But yeah, I it's Green Arrow over Hawkeye ten times out of ten. 
Yeah, no, I mean, Green Arrow just has the, uh, he's, he's shown more versatility in fighting style and in uh, just preparedness in general and endurance, especially. Hawkeye's always fucking hurt. Always. Always acting just like a, a general fucking weasel. And and he's and the and he's played by uh, by just an absolute douchebag. Yeah, Jeremy Renner's just terrible. Yeah, no, Jeremy Jeremy Renner's. I mean, uh, he's he's all right, but like, it's I don't know. It's not as good as Green Arrow. Not as not, good as Green Arrow. Green Arrow, Green Green Arrow Green. is someone who is just like very like pointed about what the strategy is, and there is a plan when he goes in, and he knows that he has to create the plan to make it work with the means with what he's got, and so because of that, he has the Batman effect. He doesn't fail. Like yeah, exactly. he doesn't fail. And Green Arrow, or Hawkeye, he's an instrument on a on a team. You know, he's by himself. He's a lot less powerful than when he's on the Avengers. Yeah, it's uh, it's Green Arrow. No, it's so again, four to one, four to one DC over Marvel. We've got Batman over Iron Man, Superman over Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch over Wonder Woman, Flash over Thor, and Green Arrow over Hawkeye. Green Arrow over Hawkeye. This was a fun one. Yeah, definitely. Shall we move on to the Umbrella Academy? I believe so. Let's do it. Psych, no Umbrella Academy today. Uh, very sorry about that. We'll be back with it at some point. We might do a, a seven, eight, nine, ten, kind of wrap it all up together. We're kind of, kind of uh, the weekly episode thing. It's kind of getting hard for us uh, watching the Umbrella Academy. So uh, maybe maybe we'll uh, we'll drop a bunch of episodes at once for you. Uh, but maybe maybe not. We'll see. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this episode. I am Colton Robertson. I was joined by my co-host, the magnificent Tavares Pennington. And this was the 50th episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. So uh, peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves.